Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Are you aware how fruits grow? What do you call that tough shell on your toe? These are some things you should probably know. Another damn trivia show. Money, 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 I want some. I want some money. Money, 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 counting money is fun. You got to have some money. Money, 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 I want some. Give me some money. Money, 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 counting money is fun. Before we get to this week's quiz, I thought we'd warm up with a free question. No pressure, just a chance to limber up the old brain muscles. How many coins are there in regular U.S. currency less than a dollar? The answer is five. The penny, the nickel, the dime, the quarter, and the half dollar. I don't really know how often the half dollar gets used, but it's out there in circulation, so it counts. Fun fact, if you happen to have one of each of these coins, you'd have 91 cents. Why is that a fun fact and not simply pretty boring addition? Because this happens to be episode 91 of another damn trivia show on Pod Bros and the Wicked Radio Network. If you listened to last week's show, and why wouldn't you? If you didn't, shame on you. Turn this off, go listen to last week's show. Hell, go download the whole another damn trivia show library. You can do it on iTunes. It's awesome. It's a lot of trivia for your brain. Anyway, if you listen to last week's episode, you remember the CanCon category, the category about Canadian music. Well, that had been a suggestion from the fine folks over at Pencil and Ink Reviews, a podcast on the Podbros Network. I asked them, how'd you guys do on the category you yourself requested? Here's what they said. Perfect score! We love Canadian musicians! Also perfect on the chick flick category. Guess we also love chick flicks? Question mark? I don't know why there's a question mark. You either do or you don't. You knew them well enough to get a perfect score. So own it, brothers. Just love it and embrace it. You like chick flicks. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. And you like Canadian music. Definitely nothing wrong with that. So go check out those chick flick loving folks over at Pencil and Ink Reviews. You can find them at Pencil and Ink 1. So to go do that. Now, I was looking online. I, I sometimes will just type in another damn trivia show into Google to see what comes up. Usually it's things I've put up, you know, like the YouTube channel or uh, iTunes or Stitcher or the Wicked Radio Network or Pod Bros or whatever, places where you can find the show. But I found a review, and I'm like, oh my god, someone reviewed my show without it being like a buddy of mine? That's awesome! No, they didn't. That's not That's not what happened at all. This is a review for uh, No Such Thing as Fish. No, th- Sorry, No Such Thing as a Fish by uh, Mark Hershen. Mark Hershen is the guy who reviewed it, not the person who makes the podcast. But uh, still, it was interesting because listen to this. So this is this is uh, this was in the Huffington Post. So I was pretty pumped about that. I believe it was picked up there. I don't think it was originally posted there. But anyway, here it is: podcast review. No such thing as a fish. One could have perhaps predicted the glut of pop culture oriented podcasts that have sprung up. Hell, it is a linchpin for the recently launched Wolf Pop Network of shows. 
Less understandable, at least to me, is the rise of the trivia-oriented podcast. I don't know why that's less understandable. Trivia is awesome. Anyway, especially trivia and comedy, he goes on to say. There's Good Job Brain, NPR's Ask Me Another, and another damn trivia show. What? I got listed in the same breath as Good Job Brain and NPR's Ask Me Another. That's awesome. I'm pr- Now, it may just be because he looked up trivia shows and thought, huh, the title of Another Damn Trivia Show fits for uh, the flow of this article. Well, I don't care. There you go. So thank you, Mark uh, Hershen, and uh, thank you, Huffington Post, and all that great stuff for mentioning me in the same breath as some amazing trivia podcasts. Uh, good job, Brain. It's hugely popular. It makes number one on most trivia podcast lists. And NPR's Ask Me Another, my personal favorite trivia show other than my own. So I was pretty proud about that. And with that, we're going to move on to the questions because I'm not a trivia show if I don't give you questions. This week, like last week, I asked a couple hosts from shows from the two networks uh, I'm affiliated with to give me category ideas. So uh, this week, we'll be hearing from Shasta. She is co-host of the Beaver Exhibit on the Wicked Radio Network. We'll also be hearing from Dave the Nerd, uh, who can be found at Rev underscore Draven, and he is uh, the host of Dave's Nerd Compendium, which is on Podbros. So both those people have given me category ideas, and we'll hear about that when their categories come up. But we can't do that till we get to the categories, so let's do that. Oh, wait! You're also going to get a guest brain today. So... Sweet candy, just a plethora of help coming in from the outside world to this podcast. But anyway, let's move on to the questions. Category one is it all adds up. Just like the addition of all the US coins equals 91, which happens to be the number of this episode, these answers will be uh, the answers you get when you add things up. All right, so here we go. Question one How much money would you have? If you had one of each of the six coins in Canadian currency. Alright, so there you go. I've told you there's six coins. If you have one of each, how much will you have? Question two. How many games minimum must an NHL team win throughout the entire playoff uh, throughout the entire playoffs to eventually win the Stanley Cup? So not just the Stanley Cup playoffs, but the entire playoff series. All of them. How many games do you have to win to eventually get the Stanley Cup? Minimum. Question three. How many countries would you visit if you went to every fully recognized country in Africa? Hint. There was a past episode of this show that you could listen to that would give you that answer. Can't tell you which episode, though, because that would give you the answer. Question four. How many Olympic games, winter and summer have been held in the U.S. between 1980 and 2014. Take a second for that one. You have to go and remember where they've all been held and which ones were in what countries. You may want to pause. I'm not going to pause. I'm going to keep going. Question 5. How many movies have won all of the Big Five Academy Awards? And in case you didn't know, those are the best picture, the best director, the best actor, the best actress and the best screenplay, either adapted or original. So, how many movies uh, have won all five? Not just nominated for all five, 
105. And that's it for It All Adds Up. And takes us to category number two. If that's your real name, which is the category that comes from Dave the Nerd, at Rev Draven, from Dave's Nerd Compendium. This was his suggestion, so thank you very much, Dave. And I hope you get five out of five on this category. You'll have to let me know. So, I'm going to give you a person's birth name. You tell me the name they are more commonly known by now. All right, these are all celebrities uh, of some sort. All right, here we go. Question one. Norma Jean Mortensen. Norma Jean Mortensen. What name is she more famous for? Question two. Brian Hugh Warner. Brian Hugh Warner. Question three. Cassius Clay. Cassius Clay. I don't know why I'm saying things like that. Question four. Samuel Langhorn Clemens. Old Samuel Clemens. Better known as whom? And finally, Richard Bachman. Richard Bachman. And that does it for If That's Your Real Name. Thank you once again, Dave the Nerd from Dave's Nerd Compendium on the Pod Bros Network. Go check him out. And that brings us to our third and final category of regular play here this week. And that is Robert Downey Jr.'s IMDb page. And this was suggested to me from Ms. Shasta from the Beaver Exhibit over on the Wicked Radio Network. So thank you very much, Shasta. She wanted, I guess she wants to know more about or wants to prove how much she does know about Robert Downey Jr. How much do you know? Let's find out. I'm going to read you the plot descriptions found on IMDb for various Robert Downey Jr. movies. You tell me the movie. All right, here we go. Question one. A San Francisco cartoonist becomes an amateur detective Obsessed with tracking down a famous serial killer. Question 2. Through a series of freak occurrences, a group of actors shooting a big-budget war movie are forced to become the soldiers they're portraying. Question 3. A murder mystery brings together a private eye a struggling actress, and a thief masquerading as an actor. Question 4. A detective and his stalwart partner engage in a battle of wits and brawn with a nemesis whose plot is a threat to all of England. And finally, question 5. High-strung father-to-be Peter Hyman is forced to hitch a ride with aspiring actor Ethan Tremblay on a road trip in order to make it to his child's birth on time. Now, if I were in your shoes, I might just guess Iron Man for all of them. But none of these are Iron Man, or the Avengers, or Iron Man 2, or Iron Man 3, or any of the movies like The Hulk, where he does an, un, uh, an uncredited cameo at the end. Just saying, none of those, it's not a Marvel, none of these are Marvel movies. Too easy, too easy! So, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Those are your three categories of regular play. 
but you still got another category coming. It's just going to be a guest brain. So let's get to that right now. Here we go with the music. Guest brain. What you got behind the pretty black eyes? Guest brain. Come take a shot at that five out of five. Today we got ourselves a guest brain. It's time to see what you know. We're going to pick that guest brain. On another damn trivia show. As promised, ladies and gentlemen, we are here with our guest brain segment, and I have a very special guest, a colleague of mine, uh, who's guaranteed to do really well because we're right in his wheelhouse. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my good friend, Matt. Say hello. Hello. Nice to be here, Brunage. Thanks for inviting me. I'm not sure about the guaranteed to do well part, but um, we'll see how it goes. All right. So as a little bit of history, uh, Matt is not only a teacher at the same school that I work at, but he's also in the office that I'm in, and at lunch we often do uh, what? It's Trivia Lunch. Trivia Lunch. And Matt is one of the people that everyone hates because he answers the questions before I finish asking the questions. Until today. We'll see. So, uh, the rule is, as always, that uh, the guest brain gets to pick the topic. So, Matt asks for um, something Shakespearean because uh, you teach. I asked for... Thermal nuclear physics, Brandage. What's what do you mean, Shakespeare? Okay, I don't know thermal nuclear physics, so you got Shakespeare. All right, I'll settle for Shakespeare. Fair enough. All right. Isn't you? In fact, we are recording live from your classroom, and I see plenty of Shakespeare stuff all over the wall. Wait, this is live? Well, live recorded, recording live. Okay. So opposite, not live at all. Sounds good. Not live. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. Uh, Matt is, in fact, all full disclosure, an English teacher, a very good English teacher, and a. Uh, Shakespeare, uh, Shakespeare fan? Shakespearean fan. Shakespeare fan? A fan. A fan of the Bard. You like the Bard. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so, this topic is gonna combine Shakespeare and pop culture. It's called Based on the Bard, and I'm going to describe some plots to movies that have taken either their entire plot or elements of their plot from famous Shakespearean plays, and Matt is gonna have to tell me, as are you, the audience, uh, what Shakespeare play the plot points were taken from. Okay, let's do it. All right, so here we go. Question number one. Remember, you don't answer them out loud at first. We wait till we get through all five. Here all we right. go. Question one. She's the man, sees Amanda Bynes pretending to be a boy so she can play on the boys' soccer team, but falls in love with her roommate. The trouble is, he thinks she's a boy. What Shakespearean comedy is this plot taken from? I'm not answering yet. Not yet. Right? No, you're just right now. Okay. You're just right now. Okay. Answer. You just have to tell me when you're good. All right, I'm good. All right. Uh, excellent. Question number two. With Lion King, Disney dabbles with a little bit of borrowing from the bard. A king is murdered by his brother, the spirit of the dead king visits his son, and a prince abroad returns to avenge his father's death. What Shakespearean tragedy has these same plot points? Okay. So it's a pretty big one. It's a famous one. All right. If you don't get this one, I think you can't teach English anymore. Doctor At least not this play. Dr. Zivago? That's, that's exactly right. Yeah. Dr. Zivago is a Shakespeare play. Correct. Uh, question three. West Side Story's battle between the Jets and Sharks and Tony and Maria's forbidden love is a direct retelling of what Shakespearean love story? Okay. I shouldn't be teaching grade 10 if I don't know yeah, this one. Exactly. Uh, most people will know this one. This one is, uh, this one literally was a direct retelling. It wasn't, uh, oh, what do you know? We have some similar plot points. Uh, this was fairly dead on. Question four. Even South Park uses Shakespeare. One of their episodes is titled, Something Walmart This Way Comes. Now, I'm sure that was meant to be a social commentary in some way, but it's also a quote parodied from a famous quote in Shakespeare. What play 
uses the famous quote, and I will tell you the actual quote. It is borrowed from something wicked this way comes. Okay. So what Shakespeare play uses that quote? Okay. And you good? Yeah, but these in descending order of difficulty? No, nope, it's most- just whatever, okay. however it pops into my brain. Got it. And finally, question five. Mackay Pfeiffer, Julia Stiles, and Josh Hartnett star in a film about a black basketball star who is dating the dean's daughter. She happens to be white. And his best friend is actually plotting against our star by putting seeds of doubt about the faithfulness of his girlfriend in his mind. What Shakespearean tragedy is this directly borrowed from? Okay. Good? Good. I think I got it. So no problem, right? Well, we'll see. I haven't seen that one, but I could take a guess. All right. So let's find out how you did, and we'll find out how the audience did as well, if they choose to tweet me and tell me how they did. All right. All right so question one, Amanda Bynes, dressing up as a boy, uh, love with her roommate, has to flash him to prove that she's uh, she's in fact a girl. Uh, what Shakespearean comedy was that borrowed from? Well, I'm going to go with Twelfth Night. And that is, is correct. Is correct. Very good. I was worried. That was the one I was worried about because uh, there's a lot of Shakespeare where girls dress up like boys and confuse other boys and then fall in love with the boys and have to... That could be potentially maybe a third of the play. Yeah. As You Like It, I think, has a famous scene. Yes, it does. Where the girl is a boy and is trying to convince yeah. the other boy how to ask her out so she pretends to be herself. Exactly. So he can practice. Um, yeah. Merchant so. of Venice as well. Portia dresses That's up. That's right. Like the like the judge for the court scene. I'm not sure I would call that one a comedy though. Well, That's, it's one of those. Um, nothing's funnier than anti-Semitism. <laughs> yeah, correct. Uh, all right. Sorry. Uh, so question two: The Lion King. We got uh, brother killing brother and ghosts and oh, sorry, everyone. That proves that we really are in a. That's school. right. Yeah. I yeah. We'll see if I cut that part out. Uh, sorry, so Dead King and Ghosts and Returning and Prodigal Sons. What's that from? Well, if it isn't Dr. Zhivago, it's got to be Hamlet. <laughs> Correct. That is Hamlet's. And uh, again, I don't know how how faithful they were, if they were ever trying to be. It's a fairly famous sort of plot, but... Have you uh, seen it? Have I seen Lion King? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Who are you talking to? Of course I've seen Lion okay. King. Uh, all right, West Side Story based on what? West Side Story is based on Romeo and Juliet. That is correct. Star-crossed lovers... And uh, Montagues and Capulets being played by Jets and Sharks. And Something Wicked This Way Comes, which which was parodied into Something Walmart This Way Comes by South Park. What play originally gave that quote, Something Wicked This Way Comes? That's the Scottish play. That is the hey, Scottish Macbeth. play. That is right. It was a poster right here, right up there uh, of it. And uh, it's, it looks sketchy because everyone on the poster looks dead except Macbeth and Lady Macbeth. But they they bite it. Yeah, I have to take our word for it. Yep. All right. And finally, Mackay Fight for Julia, Stile, Stile, Julia Stiles and Josh Hartnett. Uh, black basketball player, white, Dean's daughter, evil friend, conniving. Got to be Othello. And that is correct. That is Othello. So, boom, five out of five. Well done, Matt. See, I knew you were going to get five out of five. Uh, and if you didn't, again, you were fired. <laughs> so, how was that? Did you have fun? That was awesome. Excellent. Uh, can I get an invite back to do a guest segment? Absolutely, dude. Anytime you want, you are more than welcome. Guest brain, All right, so that's it. We're done. If you'd like to share your score, suggest a category, or be a guest brain, you can tweet at O underscore Brundage or at the real underscore ADTS. Matt would love to hear from you. Between you and me, he gets kind of lonely sometimes and would love any chatter tossed his way. Now where was I? 
Another damn trivia show can be found all over the internet. Check out iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Radio Foobar, or head over to the Pod Bros and the Wicked Radio Network, all great places to satisfy your podcasting needs. This concludes our public service announcement. Now on with the show. Answers, answers, who's got the answers? I got the answers, gonna share the answers with you. So let's get to it now. Our first category was it all adds up. Question one, the answer was $3.90. That's how much you'd have if you had one of each Canadian coin. We've got the nickel, no penny anymore. Penny, no longer circulated. Costs more than a pay to make it, and that's just bad business. So, we got the nickel, the dime, the quarter, like the US, a rarely used 50 cent piece, a dollar coin called the loony, and a $2 coin called the toonie. So $3.90. How many games minimum must an NHL team win throughout the entire playoffs? Why, that is 16, because there is three rounds before you get to the Stanley Cup playoffs, then the Stanley Cup playoffs, four rounds, four games minimum each, that's 16. There are 54 recognized countries in Africa. There have been four Olympic Games held in the U.S. since 1980. Those were Lake Placid in 1980, L.A. in 1984, Atlanta in 1996, and Salt Lake City in 2002. Uh, as far as the movies that have won all five of the Big Five Academy Awards, the answer is three. The movies were It Happened It Happened One Night, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and Silence of the Lambs. So your answer was three. So all your answers for It All Adds Up were $3.90, 16 54 4 and 3 That brings us to If That's Your Real Name, the category brought to us by Dave the Nerd at Rev Draven. Dave's Nerd Compendium, go check it out, Pod Rose Network, Wee! Here we go. Norma Jean Mortensen is better, better, bleh, 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 bleh. Norma Jean Mortensen is better known as Marilyn Monroe. Brian Hugh Warner is better known as Marilyn Manson. Cassius Clay is better known as Muhammad Ali. Oh, so pretty. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. If you didn't know that question, then you don't know me. Ooh. Sorry. Samuel Leghorn Clemens was Mark Twain, and Richard Bachman was a pen name for Stephen King, created because he wanted to write more than one book a year, but did not want to water down the Stephen King brand. So he picked a fake name, and, uh, and then there was like this huge article about like a guy figured it out, and uh, you know was going to reveal this, and then there was like a battle between the Bachman and King, and it was all this weird kind of meta stuff. It was kind of interesting, but anyway, uh, Stephen King is your answer there. We go to Robert Downey Jr.'s IMDb page, brought to you by Shasta and the Beaver Exhibit, and the answers were Zodiac, Tropic Thunder, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Sherlock Holmes, and Due Date. So those are your answers for the Robert Downey Jr. IMDb page. And ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Because you already got the answers to Based on the Bard during the Guest Brain segment. So you now have received all 20 answers. How did you do? Please let me know. You can do that by tweeting me. You heard Sexy Australian Accent Girl telling you how to tweet me, how to get a hold of me. Let me know your score so I can shout you out on the show. So do that. Do what the Aussie girl said. Because, yeah... Why wouldn't you? But anyway, I digress. Allow me to end the show with a little bit of advice, as I always do. Start paying for more stuff in coins rather than bills. 
yeah, I know it's harder in your pocket to walk around with a bunch of jingling change. It gets heavy, and if you're not wearing a belt, your pants may fall down. But there's something really satisfying about just tossing a handful of coins down on a counter to pay for something. It harkens back to the medieval times, feudal days, where you paid with things with gold coins. Right? You had satchels of money. You're like, here. You know? That's, that's a good idea. You should do that more often. It's so you get to hear that change. Well, that brings us to the end of another damn trivia show. You're a tad bit wiser, a little bit smarter now. You're welcome, here you go. Just so you know, nothing wrong with being a geek. It's a flashback like Superman ain't weak. Your Batman is Bruce Wayne. That'll change, it don't hurt to have a little something extra in your brain. Remember, this is an important lesson. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Maybe there are stupid answers, but they're a lot funnier to hear, so that don't matter. Now come on back for another damn trivia show. But before I go, I just want to say peace before we part. Until next week, have a great day, stay smart. Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.